gonna... I'll say the next episode is one of my favorites. Yeah, it's one of... It, as soon as I saw it, I was like, Oh! <laughs> <laughs> That's a... <laughs> That's a good episode. <laughs> there you go. Don't worry, guys. I was fighting with uh, taxes. Yay, growing up. Yes. To watch this episode, make sure that you take your A bracket and add it with the C bracket and a third form that you can't find unless you go on this other website that you can upload once you get a 392 to go with your 875. Wee. <laughs> And you can just throw out random numbers, and it will still sound like a real tax form. <laughs> <laughs> really makes you wonder, is this made up? <laughs> <laughs> but hey, uh, did you know that there are Twin Peaks references in this show? I had no clue. We've talked about that before, but go on. I know. it's that's. I think the last episode I was saying, yeah, this one I literally said. <laughs> uh, Hirsch, a fan of Twin Peaks, was surprised that a lot of viewers noticed the references. How was he surprised? It's literally the, like on the picture, it's like showing two screens. I'm like, yeah, it's literally the same room. Well, Twin Peaks is a bit of a cult classic, not really like. I'm not part of a cult. <laughs> <laughs> it's not nearly as popular in media as say the Street Fighter and all that. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like Twin Peaks. It might just be my wheelhouse. Wait a second, is that Twin Peaks thing on Netflix? I have Netflix now, guys. I don't remember. It months. keeps, like, moving who's got it. Cause I started Isn't that watch- on Showtime? It might be now. I started watching it, but I never got around to being able to finish it. So, do we have that now? What do we- no, we have stars. Stars. That I, I, <laughs> I keep getting the email, Hey, uh took three bucks and i'm like oh yeah i probably should cancel that soon <laughs> yeah we won't need movie subscriptions until at least october mm-hmm. when we wrap this up and we start our next uh long watch through <laughs> yes that one's even longer than this one we just got to compile that full list and order it it'll be a longer watch through but a more complex it, it will be more of <laughs> what the end end of last year was after uh um well-dressed man i forgot his name ted better off ted. uh better off ted <laughs> that that came up i think recently with like for like season two and i'm like oh yeah there is one of those <laughs> <laughs> it's like we watched that show and then never looked back at it <laughs> but it is what it is. Yeah. I don't know. There's only so much that you can take of, you know what? All your problems would be be all covered if you just, I don't know, talked like adults, but then the show wouldn't exist. Yeah. I, I blanked out those parts and just remembered the comedic parts that I enjoyed. <laughs> yeah, it was your cell. Yeah. <laughs> Because the funny parts are very funny, and it has some good commentary in it, but... I think if the show was just um, the two scientist guys having to, like, deal with the demands of upper management, Ted coming down, being a nice, cool dude, and then I forgot... uh, Jealous blonde lady, I forgot her name. Uh, Uh, Veronica. It's not Veronica. No, Veronica's the upper management, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. She's upper management. It's um, L- Lindsay? L- 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 Letitia. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Um, but, yeah, it's... Uh, like, if it was centered on the scientists, and then yeah. they had to deal with the hijinks from everybody else, that kind of format. Yeah, because it's like... It's a little too sitcom-y in some places. Mm-hmm. But like I don't know, I'm I'm on the record of multiple areas of saying I'm not a big fan of sitcoms, but I will watch it for content. 
So, but yeah, that, uh, that's what it is, and what we're watching is not of con. <laughs> it's not content. Uh, <laughs> no, what we're watching is not sitcom. Mm-mm. It is all comms. With romance yes. subplots every couple of episodes. With what subplots? Romance. No, those are all the plots. There was something else I wanted to mention, and then I I couldn't I can't remember because brain's going in like thirty places at once. Have you ever watched Honey I Shrunk the Kids? Yeah, it's been a really long time though. Yeah, it's like when uh, hey guys, so a little bit of a, a peek behind the curtain. I had to watch I watched the episode because I forgot to, and like last night I was like I'm gonna watch this, and then I had to like write something before I went to bed. And, like, I, I started writing a little bit, and then, like, I opened up my eyes and realized I held down the Y key for, like, three lines. I'm like, I'm not watching Gravity Falls tonight. Because <laughs> <laughs> especially since I got to wake up early. So I'm like, okay, just erase these last three lines, and I'll deal with this tomorrow. <laughs> and and so, and then, I, uh, and then I woke up and remembered, well, I got to walk, otherwise I'm not going to be doing that. And... Which, like, now I'm sitting there thinking, I was like, I could have walked while my first load of laundry was in there. But never question the D-Pain brain. Because I don't. Um, but, yeah, we did that. But, yeah, as watching this episode, I was like, man, I haven't watched Honey, I Shrink the Kids in, like, forever. And this okay, this episode has to do with shrinking and growing. <laughs> All right, that's, what, that's the connection. If you haven't watched episode 11, Little Dipper. Uh, but yeah, it's, I, there's a few things I remember from that whole series, because there's like three movies, mm-hmm. there might be a fourth, there's Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, and then Honey, I Shrunk the Parents, and then, uh, Honey, I Exploded the Toddler, or something. Yeah, I did not watch the other two, I only remember watching the first one. The second one's fun, because it's... It's like the it's the same concept as the first one, but uh, it's the parents and uh, the <laughs> the kids don't know that the parents are shrunk and they're what they're trying to do is like instead of like trying to uh, traverse the backyard, um, they they pretty much get into the house while this party's going on, mm-hmm. and like they're able like we need to let everyone know like we're here before they make bad teenager decisions but then like they while in doing this as they're getting mad at like um their like older daughter and and like son inviting like over not the bullies but like teenagers of ill repute and just their like free house let's wreck it mm-hmm. very much a thing in the 90s um <laughs> in every movie yeah uh they're getting mad at that but then like seeing how like their kids are like how they like make their stand stand together and like they know how to deal with stress and all that stuff because there's like one part where this kid so pretty much what happens is like when they get spotted by one of the kids who doesn't know about the machine and sees the the shrunk versions of his parents and he just (laughs) faints like just passes out just like what the and so they're like, what do we do? And, like, the main character, the da- the da- the smart dad's uh, son's just like, oh, quick, uh, get him bananas because we need to give him potassium. And it's like, the parents are like, oh, wait, they do listen? They know what they're doing? Like, oh, cool. <laughs> and then, like, they have to go in and, like, hotwire a stereo so that way they <laughs> change it into a microphone. And I'm like... I don't think that's how that works. That's a bit of a stretch. Yeah, but it was like pretty much like, hey, we have a green screen and CGI, so let's do this. As uh, he goes and traverses a giant computer board and throws some tinfoil down to to switch it over. Um, and I remember that part, too, because the, the other dad is just like, yes, this is the voice of God. What are you doing to her? <laughs> it's like, stop being a bully. And like the t- teens are just like, what the heck and like the, the kids are like that's our dad <laughs> like <laughs> where, where the heck is he <laughs> so there's that and then the last one is like 
pure just fun because they uh they uh oh what is it they it's not that it gets stolen but i think like the government or something takes the the ray and somehow they reverse it and it changes uh i don't remember the beginning but pretty much like the toddler they're like they have a toddler now and it 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 gets hit with the ray at some point but it's it acts slower and so like over time the toddler just keeps growing until it's a giant toddler and they treat it like a kaiju because i think they call in like the military and they start shooting at the toddler because it's ruining las vegas and they're just like stop shooting my kid (laughs) (laughs) but it's like not doing any damage so the toddler's just picking up tanks and just like having temper tantrums um i think what they end up doing spoilers for this like probably 15 year old movie they they make the mom big and baby's like oh okay (laughs) but like the baby's like a size of like the tallest buildings of las vegas at that point i'm like how big is the mom now (laughs) because it's like appropriate size and i'm like like relative yeah and i'm like okay i don't i don't know how far from ground to that though to break through and not have air but whatever Look, we you got can't other think things. about it too much because it's no. Got giant I can't baby. help it. <laughs> I, can't, I can't help it. <laughs> um, but yes, we we are on limited time today because we well no yeah we we got distracted one for for an important reason me remembering I had Netflix and seeing what was on there. <laughs> yes, and then I'm being dragged out of the house. But my time constraint I think is a little bit more loose. Because the person that I meet up with is uh, chronically late, but yeah. so I said the time that they told me, but I'm anticipating. You know, I have a little bit of wiggle room, but in any case, yes. Yeah, so this episode, <laughs> you're just gonna get a text message. Where are you? Like in 20 <laughs> minutes, <laughs> just like ah. Yeah. So we are continuing through Gravity Falls. Deeping shared the fact of the week. Uh, for this episode and he also mentioned it's a litter 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 wow little dipper episode uh which involves shrinkage and growage mm-hmm. and um everything in between i guess <laughs> and heritage and mirrorage mm-hmm. and forgetfulness and uncle age uncle age yes <laughs> and sausage <laughs> <laughs> uh yes but let's roll our dice uh to see who uh gets to explain this episode we roll dice because we play role-playing games things like that d Payne um has his diary video diaries of him developing a system if you're curious about that look at that plugging in oh, plugging I, thought, <laughs> I was like my brain translated as video diary and i'm like what <laughs> <laughs> which would fit it is verbal diarrhea <laughs> Yeah. I don't know who watches those things, but I'm like, I don't know. Someone might find this fun. It could be fun for you to look back at, too. Yeah. What's real fun is, like, as I go to edit them, I'm like, I can see where I said something, and it's it caused thought to happen, because the flow goes from, yeah, 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 to, oh, okay, yeah, and, like, my brain is actually working it out, while the other part of my brain is like, keep it under ten minutes. <laughs> <laughs> No one wants to watch a 20-minute video of just straight theory. <laughs> All right. Um, so yeah. I rolled pretty well this week on my phone. Uh, have the dice treated you? Uh, it's a lower middling roll. I have rolled a 9. 15 for me this week. So it's another it's another one of me describing the episode. Yeah. What, are you sick this week? <laughs> <laughs> the dice have decided. No voice for Hop. So. I will say, uh, I've done this before, but like, uh, this morning I had to go, I didn't have to, I wanted, and me and my friend planned to go get breakfast and it got to that thing where I'm just like, we both like, we don't care where to eat. And like, I'm in the middle of driving and in my head, I'm just like, I'm driving. I'm like, I would just roll a D20 right now and say, this is where we're going. And I'm, like, <laughs> you got, I'm like, you have a D20 near you. I was like, do this. Me, odds are this evens are that and he's like 
I rolled a three. I'm like, we're going here then. <laughs> Easy. <laughs> and so, but then he put hashtag, I'm friends with a cheater. And I'm like, wait a second. Are you calling me a cheater? Or did you cheat just to choose the restaurant between that or IHOP? Because I could understand not really wanting to go to IHOP. <laughs> but, um. So you ready to jump into the episode synopsis? Yes. Spoiler warnings. Surprise. Yeah, suck a lemon, little people. <laughs> that doesn't sound good at all. Well, that's what somebody says. <laughs> Instead of people, he puts man. <laughs> um. Oh, wait, never mind. It's just written. I also have the transcript up, so I will... Help with direct quotes. Yes. All right, so we have this episode where we start off with Gideon trying to figure out what he wants to do to get revenge on the Pines family. Uh, he goes through his different options, such as uh, the wiki says demon caterpillars and blood rain. But then he says he figures out what it is that he has to do. So then we cut directly back to the mystery shack and the family's all hanging out in the living room. And... Um, a man knocks on the door and Stan answers the door and goes, ah, tax collectors, and like starts throwing <laughs> uh, the magic disappearing dust. He's like, ah, I'm gone. <laughs> and he goes and opens up like a hidden area behind, uh, I think it's a frame, right? It, yeah, it's like a frame or a bookshelf. I, it's, it's just a false like covering. Yeah. And he pulls out a wad of cash and starts uh, screaming, where's we're, the trap? It's more than a lot. It's yeah, a duffel bag, a duffel bag bursting cash. with cash. And he's like, where's the trap door? Is this the trap door? Is this the trap door? And he's <laughs> freaking out, trying to hide the money. And the man that was at the door goes, uh, does the spiel of something that is not on TV anymore, if anyone even watches cable TV anymore, <laughs> where they used to have this thing where people were randomly visited and told that they won a bunch of money. I don't even know how you qualified for it. I Google. I can look it up. Okay. But yeah, so this man comes in, he introduces himself as, I think they call it in this, like, the great coupon sweepstakes, and they tell them that they've won $10 million, mm-hmm. and uh, the guy says there's one stipulation, they have, like, a camera crew and all this stuff, and balloons, and they're like, you have to sign here. So then uh, Grunkle's uh, stand looks like he signs the form. And Gideon pops through the the large check, uh, which is a fake check, and goes, ha, I got it. Your mystery shack is mine, and is trying to claim it. And Grunkle stands like, nah, you might want to check the signature again. And the signature says, uh, suck a lemon, little man. Yeah. And Gideon uh, is very upset by this. And he starts shouting about how he's going to get his revenge. And my favorite thing in this episode is him with his arms up going like, mm, mm. <laughs> and he's like, I need oh, your arms, lawyer yeah. man. <laughs> so then yeah. the lawyer picks up Gideon from under the armpits just high enough so he can make eye contact with Grunkle Stan <laughs> and point and yell at him. Yeah, uh, here's the line. He's like, I'm not a threat to be taken lightly. Come here, hon. I need your arms. He <laughs> <laughs> gets picked up. I'll get you all. Yeah, he's, he's, he's like, asking for uh, what I like to call uppies. <laughs> yeah. I, I couldn't find it, mainly because I couldn't think of the name of the checks that were given back in the day. And when I typed in how shows that gave away giant checks, it's like, here's your stimulus. I was like, no. Nah. just I don't want to read this. <laughs> I didn't get any. <laughs> yeah, so then uh, Gideon leaves the Mystery Shack, and then later we have uh, Mabel and Dipper playing chess and uh seuss is working in the shop trying to like set up shelves and eventually asks uh, mabel to get him the brain in the jar and then you look at them playing chess mabel has her whole like sweater full of uh the knights and dipper's like mm-hmm. why do you keep stealing the little horses and she's like they're happy you're here it makes a horse sound <laughs> as she like caresses them it's and like then, a good horse noise too. yeah it's a very good horse noise and then dipper um he um uh announces checkmate and you see that he has this notebook where he's uh tallied each time he's beat her in chess and it's just covered fully and mabel's not won a single game get wrecked <laughs> and then dipper gets upset at um seuss asking mabel to get the brain in the jar for him and seuss is like well you see mabel's taller than you 
and Dipper can't believe it because he says that they've been the same height their entire life. And then Seuss takes out a measuring tape and compares the two of them and says that Mabel is in fact a millimeter taller than Dipper. And Dipper was like, so what? Nobody even counts millimeters. No one measures in that. It's not even real. Because <laughs> he's very hurt by it. And then it kind of starts an onslaught of uh, puns about how short Dipper is. And Mabel is very excited to know that she's taller than him. Um, do you have the transcript up so you can quote some of the, uh, the yes. puns? Yes. Uh, let me scroll down here. This was a part that I really, really <laughs> liked. Um, let's see. So, let's see. Um, yeah, so it starts off with, like, well, don't you see what's happening to her? I'm a millimeter. The millimeter. This millimeter is just the beginning. I'm evolving into a superior being, bigger, stronger. Alpha twin. Like, <laughs> yeah, like some sort of alpha twin. And Mabel starts doing that. Yeah, no one uses millimeters. They only make you taller in Canada. And that's when Mabel's like, you know what? I've always wanted a little brother. You know who had, who knew I already had one. <laughs> and then this is one of my favorite lines in this episode. Stan comes in. I was awoken by the sound of mockery. Where is it? Show me the object of ridicule. <laughs> and that's when Mabel's like, I'm taller than Dipper. Dipper by one millimeter. And uh, and that's when Stan's like, hey, you don't get to get short with your sister. Uh, and oh yeah, Stan, I, I got the characters mixed up. Stan's. Yeah, don't get short with your sister, Mabel. Now, Grunkle Stan, I hope you don't think little of him. <laughs> Stan, and <laughs> another great line right here. It's like, yeah, and he's a, he's short. <laughs> and they just start laughing, and then Poor Seuss, Seuss, and he's with uh, not really trying, not in any attempt to be mean. It's just, hey, maybe I should lay off a tiny bit. And then they're just like, Susan it on now, too. And that's when Tipper waddles away yeah and seuss looks upset he really didn't mean to do uh another joke for it mm -hmm. um so then yeah dipper finds himself in his bedroom looking through his journal to see if uh there must be a solution for it in everything and he finds that there's a section where the writer of the journal's like i believe there might be some height altering crystals or properties in this area as the person is seen like animals of different sizes just like grown and shrunk in ways you wouldn't expect so mm. dipper finds himself wandering into that exact area of the forest and he stumbles upon like the smallest little deer he's ever seen it's very miniature and <laughs> he's sitting there and also i forget what the other animal he sees but he uh ends up standing there where he's surrounded by these crystals and there's a mountain lion that spots him and dipper's like is that really tiny or is that just perspective and then the <laughs> yeah. lion growls at mountain lion growls at him and starts to run he's like perspective it was perspective oh it's normal <laughs> and it, it happens <laughs> it happens to jump through a beam i think it's pink right pink is shrinking so it jumps uh yeah should be yeah i'll i'll confirm it in, or unless did you just read it in the thing uh i'm going off the top uh, oh of yeah head. right here the pink light makes things smaller blue light makes things bigger okay yeah so it jumps through the pink light and ends up small and runs through his vest and tries to bite him but it's only the size of his thumb and Debra's like oh it still hurts but like not a lot so then the little cre creature runs away and while he's standing there he also sees that a butterfly flies through the blue light and goes from normal uh, I think pink light to shrink and then blue light to get really massive and then it flies and knocks over a whole tree <laughs> and Dipper's like oh neat so he uh, picks away one of the rocks one of the crystals and attaches it to a flashlight uh, so he ends up in his room and he tests it on a chess piece where he's like shrinking it and making it grow but he lets it grow so big that it ends up crashing through the roof of the house he's like oh too much too much um so he ends up using it to let himself grow that millimeter uh, taller. And mm -hmm. uh, he goes and confronts Mabel about it and tries to say that they're the same height again. And Mabel's like, yeah, I don't think so. And so Dipper goes ahead and leaves and comes back even taller. <laughs> and he keeps claiming, oh, it's pu puberty, you know? I just had my growth spurt. No biggie. But maybe. isn't he like, yeah, when he first comes in, he's like, now he's a millimeter taller. And they're like, I might grow a little bit more. And he's like, well, I feel like there's another growth spurt coming on. <laughs> 
And then Mabel uh, exclaims, she says, but is it? it's like, well, I started growing first, so I'm going to be the alpha twin still, uh, which upsets mm. Dipper. But that, the, that, that's when he says it. Yeah. And then Mabel ends up suspecting that there must be something magical and follows Dipper back when he says, you know, after his second growth spurt. So <laughs> yes. she follows him back and is like, you're using something, you're doing something. And... Oh, the part I forgot that I thought was funny is when Dipper was complaining about being short and first goes to his room to get the journal. He can't reach his journal and is jumping up and down, so he has to kick the bookshelf to drop <laughs> yeah. the journal to like, his yeah. hands. <laughs> it's like, how do you even get it up there? Because <laughs> uh, it's like, he never lets that thing go. No. Uh, but yeah, so then Mabel starts saying, it must be magic. So she goes over to a closet. She's like, are you telling me there isn't going to be a wizard in this closet if I open it? And Dipper's like, no, there won't be. And then she slams the door open. She's like, invisible wizard, Dipper, how could you? <laughs> and then it's just berating nothing. For... Yeah. Uh, uh, isn't this when they uh, it switches to somebody else while this is all going on does it switch over um, i thought they end it with dipper ending up having to show uh he no, ends th up giving her is, the flashlight no that that's after gideon shows up at this point oh, okay uh, and this is when he comes with the thousand cursed egyptian super termites <laughs> which apparently is a thing it's got a link on the wiki let's time to click it or is it just Okay, it's just in this. I don't know why they decided. Oh, because it's part of the creatures thing. Okay, but I, yeah. I didn't know. Um, um. Yeah. So the, yeah, while that's so yeah, while Dipper and Mabel are arguing, uh, Gideon tries to show up with that jar, and Grunkle Stan just goes, "Ah, what are you gonna do?" And he's like, "It'll eat the inside of the shack with you still stuck inside." And he does evil laughter. So Grunkle Stan just knocks it over, and the termites end up attacking Gideon specifically, and he <laughs> runs away from the shack. Then uh, Dipper and Mabel, uh, Dipper ends up revealing that he has a flashlight, and Mabel says that she wants it. But the thing that's funny about her arguing with him about it is he they've set the scene so you can see the giant chess piece right behind them, yes. and Mabel has not <laughs> noticed it at all as she's trying to figure out what's going on. So eventually she uh, takes the flashlight from Dipper and they run out and the two of them are having like a fight in the yard where they're growing oh, and shrinking me. different parts of each other. Like Mabel tests it and makes her hand big and Dipper's like, don't worry, I can shrink it. And then Mabel ends up making Dipper's head gigantic so he can't <laughs> walk around. So then Dipper makes her head tiny and look like a shrunken head. <laughs> and they're going... Hmm? Imagine there was two, two flashlights. <laughs> so yeah, so they're going back and forth and fighting about it. Eventually they fight and a flashlight gets knocked out of their hands and ends up in front of Gideon as Gideon's being grumbly and trying to walk away from everything. And Gideon picks it up and Mabel's like, maybe he won't know it's a magical flashlight that can grow and shrink things. And Dipper is like, really? And you zoom out and... Gideon is within earshot, even though she tried to whisper it's a dipper. So he immediately shrinks the two of them and puts them in his jar with the air holes in the lid and takes it back to his house. <laughs> I did like that scene where she's like, maybe he won't notice. And then you zoom out and he's like standing right there. Dipper is very much like, really? <laughs> For real? <laughs> Yeah, so then Gideon starts to explain, you know, I'm going to get you, I'm going to get the mystery shack, I'm going to get your uncle, blah, 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 you know, evil plans and all that. So he picks up Mabel by, like, the sweater, puts her in a bag of gummy koalas, to which she starts eating them because they're the same size as her. So she's taking her time eating these now massive, uh, essentially, gummy bears. Mm. And Gideon starts to interrogate Dipper, and he's like, he takes the lamp, from his desk and he's like all right tell me who taught you about this magic did you read it somewhere and dipper like kind of rearranges his vest to hide his journal and he's like no <laughs> this uh just one thing that is uh i think worth sharing real quick is that before this we find out that his dad bud runs a used uh, car dealership yes because he walks through the car dealership and bud is like what you got in your jar buddy <laughs> Yeah, what he also, yeah, and he's just like my will secret, and everyone's like, oh. And then he like, Gideon walks away. Stupid people are so idiots. <laughs> yeah, mouth breathing fools. <laughs> <laughs> and then, yeah, 
And then uh, it's the first time we see his mom oh, or mother, thing. which it's just like, man, she's got. I I can't remember. She's well, like I'm she's pretty sure. She's riddled with anxiety for sure. Yeah, like it's two different uh, reactions to uh, a monster child <laughs> in that family. Yes, you have uh, Gideon's mom, who's like, just keep vacuuming. Just keep vacuuming. Yep. And his dad is like, oh, buddy, whatever you want. Whatever makes my little man happy. And she's just like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, um, ultimately, Dipper, uh, to get Gideon to leave him alone, blows an air horn in Gideon's ear. And it, um, we get Gideon, of course, gets angry with him. So then um, it flashes back to the mystery shack where you see Sue setting up mirrors and Grunkle Stan walks in. He's like, this is the most genius idea you've let me steal from you, Seuss. <laughs> this mirror maze. I'm going to make so much money. And they're just setting up, like, normal house mirrors, like, full-length mirrors over and over again. So you see multiple copies of each other. Mm -hmm. And Stan ends up taking off his hat and puts his hat down uh, to admire the maze. And Seuss puts it on and goes, one day. <laughs> Very excitedly. <laughs> Um, so then while Stan's walking around uh, and takes his hat off, then he gets a, he hears the phone ringing, goes over and answers it. And, <laughs> and Gideon is like, I have them. I have the twins. And Stan's like, no, I just saw him in the yard a few minutes ago. He's like, no, I have them here right now. You're going to give me the deed in the mystery shack or you'll never see them again. And Stan's like, I don't know what you're talking about. And he's like, I'll prove it to you. I'll send you a text over the phone. He's like, text over the phone? <laughs> You're not even speaking English anymore. Oh, boy. And, like, hangs up on Just him. hangs up. It's like, <laughs> and Gideon, it's like, it is the correct reaction between both of them. Because, like, um, Stan, as a, a man in, what, does it ever say how old he is? Let's see if I can find I that real quick. I don't know if they've quick. ever, for the... In his 60s, it says. Okay. He's somewhere in his 60s. Um, having to deal with, what, a 10-year-old? It's like... Essentially, yeah. yeah. And that, uh, it totally makes sense. Like, a 60-year-old a isn't going to take a 10-year-old seriously. <laughs> While, like, Gideon, is, as we go forward and learn some other things, is like... No, he... <laughs> it's like... He is... He knows things, <laughs> so it's just like, but he's just also a little freakazoid. So. <laughs> yeah, so then um, Gideon, in his anger, uh, puts his hamster down. I forget his hamster's name. Uh, they say it a few times. Or gerbil. Yeah. I think it's a gerbil. I'll find it real Guinea quick. pig. That's more appropriate. Yeah, I think it was a guinea pig. I think it's right here in the transcript. I forgot when they're eating ice cream and he's like, clean me! And his oh, yes. His... What is his face? Uh, Cheekums. Cheekums, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. There are different points where you see Gideon and his dad interacting and Gideon just gets angry and his dad gives him what he wants. So then Gideon does little baby kid things in response mm. to his dad treating him like a baby. Uh, but then also doesn't like being treated like a baby. Uh, <laughs> um... But yeah, um, his dad calls him over for the ice cream truck at this point too, right? That's how it, that's how they get him out of the room, and that's when he puts uh, Cheekums up to to guard them, to yeah. guard him, and then uh, yeah, and then he like warns them and all that stuff, and then yeah, that's when Mabel and Dipper have like the conversation of like we got to go save stan and it's just like how we can do this he's got like a gazillion inches on us <laughs> yeah and then mabel tries to climb on cheekums oh yeah dipper <laughs> pokes cheekums with a q-tip to see if he's violent and mabel's like oh you're just a little dummy dum dum <laughs> <laughs> yeah so then mabel climbs on the back of cheekums when they try and come up with an escape plan she's like go and he doesn't move so she keeps trying to ride him like a horse and he's not moving they ultimately tie a rope of Gideon's hair from a hairbrush that he constantly uses throughout the episode. And they're able to climb down. As they climb down, they end up watching the family as they're sitting there eating their ice cream. Uh, yeah, because the mom's just on the couch and Bud and Gideon are sitting on the couch eating and enjoying their ice cream from the ice cream truck. 
I and think then, she's just vacuuming. I think that's all oh, she does. Oh, it's a vacuuming, does. yeah. And then she, um, and then Gideon's like, Dad, uh, can I get a Y to the mystery shack? And Bud's like, oh, I gotta sell cars. And he, like, freaks out. And he's like, oh, I hate you. So Bud starts to tickle him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Gideon does, like, and like clearly enjoys being tickled and then starts to scream. He's like, what have I told you about tickling me? <laughs> he's like tickling is no laughing matter <laughs> he's like that's right he's like i'm gonna go take the bus and bud's like do you still want the wide to the mystery shack and Gideon's like no i'm taking the bus as if that's like gonna hurt his dad's feelings i guess yeah. i don't know <laughs> and then flips a table and kicks a door <laughs> and just keep vacuuming just keep vacuuming yeah just keep vacuuming uh, and that's when bud's like precious moments and i'm like memories yeah memories and i'm just like sir <laughs> <laughs> this isn't very precious um so yeah so then we have gideon or not gideon uh dipper and mabel take a doggy door even though i see no signs of a dog maybe it's they had the, a dog it's for the hamster uh, okay uh so it's a big hamster <laughs> they run out the doggy door and they end up climbing on top of the car dealership that bud owns on top of a, like a for sale balloon and while they're on top of it, they're observing Gideon and trying to figure out how they can beat him to the mystery shack where Gideon is sitting next to Lazy Susan. And Lazy Susan's like, where are you going today? And Such Gideon's, a fun conversation. Gideon's like, to take down on how your family and gain revenge or something along those lines. Uh, like, I have the line here. Is, okay. I'm going to annihilate my arch enemy's entire family. And Lazy Susan's like, oh, okay. Yay. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> and she's just like... So, like, very awkward. I was like, okay, the youths. <laughs> and then, yeah, he gets on the bus. And then um, Dipper and Mabel decide to cut free the balloon. And miraculously, I would have never been able to control this thing. But they're able to, like, move the balloon and such so that they can fly and get to the mystery shack just as soon as Gideon gets there. Uh, so they end up being able to intercept by ending up on the like um canopy to the entrance of the mystery shack and mabel has her half-eaten gummy koala from in her pocket and she drops it in gideon's hair gideon's little arms can't reach his hair <laughs> so he's freaking out and it's buying them time and he... it reminds me of have you ever seen the the videos when uh they put like a sticky note in the middle of a back of, and they uh, can't reach it. Yeah, of like bodybuilders, and they're just like, uh, uh, and they literally can't reach the middle of the back because their muscles are too big, and they're just like, and they're like every time they're all taking a good sport, but they're just like, their whole arm is like bigger than my head, and they're just like able to only get it here, and they're like, I can't reach it for for people who are only listen to podcasts, they can only get it like above their head, and mm -hmm. like can't reach behind their head to like even touch their back. That doesn't seem very helpful in a survival situation. <laughs> Not really. But it depends on what survival you need, I guess. But yeah, so then they do get access to the flashlight, Dipper and Mabel, and before they can get either of their heights back to normal, the two of them start arguing about how tall each of them should be. And Gideon catches them mid-arguing and was like, you would have foiled my plans if it wasn't for your bickering between <laughs> siblings. Siblings squabbling, I think it is. <laughs> um so then he puts him in his um pocket and then proceeds to head inside and immediately sees someone in there with stan's hat and shrinks him uh without even thinking twice and then he looks down as he's giving his monologue and he realizes it's seuss and he gets mm -hmm. more mad he's like oh <laughs> <laughs> what does seuss even hold on what i does forget what seuss he says um He's like, all right, someone's definitely different here. <laughs> <laughs> and puts on his own hat. Yeah. And then he's like, and then he shakes, puts him in the jar, shakes it. And he's like, tell me where Stan is. And he's like, never. You'll never find Stan on the second floor down to, to the left down the hall. Wait, why did I just say that? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, so then he puts the trio into his shirt pocket and heads to the maze of mirrors and um that's when dipper and mabel kind of have their heart to heart with each other about like dipper being like why were you uh bullying me so much about like the millimeter of height and mabel's like well you win at literally everything she pulls out his notebook and sees you see it's chess 
checkers, like every possible game the two of them could play. It's all Dipper winning and Mabel never winning. So Mabel was like, I just wanted something where I felt like I could finally be winning. So yeah, then, chess, checkers, ping pong. I thought there was a, another a one. A fourth but, one, yeah. And it's not written in the script and or the transcript and. Uh, I don't see it here, but it could just be those three. I thought it was like a weird one. But <laughs> yeah, but was... ultimately they end up making up while in the pocket. So they try and make up a plan to try and get to Stan before um, Gideon can find him. Because Gideon happens upon the mirror maze and Grunkle Stan is mocking him entirely. And um, let's see. So, oh, <laughs> while they're walking up. Uh, they push the lid off the jar and they walk around and Mabel's like, his hair is so shiny. And Dipper's like, don't look directly at it or you'll go blind. And Seuss is on the back of, uh... Croquet. Sorry, I just, I didn't mean to interrupt. I found it. I was like, there's another one here that they're not sharing. I just brought up the episode. (laughs) Uh, so then, and then, um, Seuss ends up in Gideon's neck fat. And he's like, look guys, I'm making fat angels. (laughs) (laughs) And then... Um, that's when he gets, uh, they, he gets uh, scratched off, or yeah, he, uh, Gideon's <laughs> like, Oh, the termites are back, and tries to like smack the back of his neck, thinking it's one of them. And Zeus ends up falling into the carpet, and in the carpet, he stands up, he's like, Oh, corn chip, I have found you, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and is very content. To which, um, Dipper and Mabel try to run over to the opposite pocket that has a flashlight, but they don't make it in time before Dipper or Gideon. Decides to try and shoot a laser at who he thinks is Grunkle Stan, but is instead the reflection. So then Dipper, or, oh my god, I don't know why I keep mixing up their names. But Gideon ends up having to fall to the floor as the reflection of the lights, uh, the shrinking ray, or bouncing mm. around all over the room. So and then he becomes a, a vandal. I know, he throws the flashlight out of anger at the mirror, and in his head he's like, oh, if I get rid of all the mirrors, I'll be able to find the real Stan. And Stan is like, um... Those were 10, I mean 20, I mean two, I mean 500 each, and I'm going to bill you for every one that you break. <laughs> um, yeah. So then, uh, but right before Gideon can start to shrink Grunkle Stan, Dipper uh, tells Mabel, to the armpit. She's like, no. And he's like, no, 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 we got to go. So they start tickling him, and he starts rolling on the floor, and Grunkle Stan's like, I think this whole, like, revenge thing is, like, getting to you. I think you need to, like, go. <laughs> and he yeah. starts kind of, like, wheeling him out of the shack. It's, it's so great. He's just like, all right. <laughs> just starts kicking him. <laughs> like, yeah. not hard. Just, like. Nudging him. Like, as you would, like, kind of, nu- yeah, like, nudge or roll, uh, like, a, a heavy barrel. <laughs> just, there we go. Uh, around the end table. Out the door. There you go. Yeah, so he's laughing the entire time because he's getting tickled, and Mabel and Dipper uh, sneak out just in time to be able to make it to the flashlight and get themselves back to normal height. And then they go, oh, yeah, we'll totally just destroy this crystal. We don't need it anymore. Like, they take a long time explaining why they need to destroy the crystal. And Mabel smashes it. She's like, die, die, die. And (laughs) Seuss wanders up. And the, gl- the broken out crystal spells out, help Seuss. And Seuss is like, hey, guys. Well, it's the broken mirrors. Oh, That's it's the it, broken mirrors yeah. that spell it out. And then they're like, glue. Lots of glue. <laughs> glue. glue back <laughs> uh, wouldn't it be faster just to go back? And like, get a new one. Or just toss them in the light. <laughs> like, it's obviously got two lights <laughs> coming out. That's how we found out. Uh, this is why I got mixed up. So this uh, final scene is why I thought the mom was on the couch during the ice cream scene. Because when Gideon comes home, uh, his parents are on the couch. And Gideon is pacing and really upset and explains that he needs the physical building to the shack because there's a hidden secret in it. So then Bud is like, do you want some ice cream? And Gideon's like, did you take all the nuts out? He's like, yes. And he's like, come here, remember, remember. <laughs> <laughs> Match good. <laughs> uh, so then we end up in the end credit scene where the uh, legitimate people with $10 million to give out go to the door and um, Stan just shuts the door, assuming it's Gideon trying to do the trick again. And they go, um, the backup person is uh, Old Man McGucket, but they say his full name. Yeah, Fiddle Mc- Ford H. 
McGucket. And then McGucket shows up and he's like, oh, my dreams come true. And they're like, oh, we got to get this town off the list. We're gonna, well, we're done the, here. He starts eating the check. Yeah, he eats the top of it. And they're like, yeah, take this off cross, the list. Cross this, name, <laughs> cross this down off the list. Yeah. Um, so there is the summary of the episode. Yeah. So scrolling down to the bottom stuff, a lot of the things that they're like character uh, revelations is stuff that we already kind of covered mm-hmm. uh i think the yeah so yeah i'm looking at there and it's like we we mentioned all of these so there's no point in mentioning it again um continuity though yeah let's see so the model of the mystery shack is made out of popsicle sticks and the dolls oh yeah the pretty much the models and dolls that gideon makes are in this episode again and uh, he destroys them mm-hmm. he Aww. rips off their heads and says i'll get you pines family Blah. yeah <laughs> And you're meddling dog. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so... Oh, I didn't realize this. Uh, I missed this, that apparently the painting that stands still in the earlier episode when he goes to the Gleeful House is still missing. <laughs> and the, the, it's just an empty void That's on the funny. wall. Um, yep, and this is something you just mentioned that it, that will come into later episodes, that there is, there is a secret, a powerful secret underneath... Uh, underneath the mystery the shack, mystery shack um, that will be it's kind of we'll probably not probably it will be uh, brought up again what in like another eight episodes <laughs> and then uh, and yeah and the last thing is literally a, a spoiler for the end of the ep- end of the show so, so we'll leave that one there yes um, I will say overall like um, even though I totally forgot this episode existed um it's this i think it shows like i think there's a good chance because this is what like gideon's third appearance Appearance? yeah and it really shows his descent and also gives hints of he knows more than like before you're like oh he has cameras on everybody that's why he knows everything but this Mm -hmm. one kind of hints that like he has some insight on his stuff because he did ask that very pointed question to Dipper. He's like, did you read this somewhere? And Dipper's like, mm-hmm. no. Yeah. Well, like, in the first first time he's introduced, he, like, is able to mind control everybody. And then, like, every episode that he appears up in there, he's just a troll, pretty much. Like, he, he he's throws... He's a menace. Yeah, he throws tomatoes that stand while he's stuck in the... In the... The stocks. Yeah, I was like, it's not the gallows. What is it? <laughs> um, While well, he's stuck in the stocks. Um, I thought he does, like, one other thing. But it's just, like, he kind of shows up and is, like, just, like, a little brat. Does something and then just moves on. Mm-hmm. But uh, in this one, it's, like, it, it feels like for, except for, like, the one line of, did you read this somewhere? Ex- well, no, because in the original book, like, we know that there is um a in the original episode we know that he has a book mm-hmm. also one of the things that they they didn't really mention but i noticed in this is that when dipper is flipping through the book um to find the grow and shrink crystal uh he actually passes through a very important set of pages mm. um that is like when he goes through it looks like just a a weird like drawing but uh but anyway um he has uh they do that and uh but yeah in this episode it's just like it feels like dipper not dipper sorry gideon i'm doing it too gideon (laughs) is uh he's like you know what i'm tired of like i have the whole town fold except for these idiots Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm and they're the people that humiliated him in the first place and like yeah. revealed his secret yeah and so it's uh it's like one of the things where he's like i'm like i have the whole town eating out of the palm of my hand and then you I'm, show up yeah well like it feels like the mystery shack was always there and then like once the twins arrived and like started actively like activating and interacting with all this weird magical stuff because doesn't it yeah even uh robbie's like dude 
different wherever you or your weird sister are there's weird stuff happening and so it's like people in the town are noticing mm -hmm. and i think different i i'm saying different I see <laughs> but you mean Gid gideon yeah yeah i see gideon like because i scrolled back at the top of the wiki and there's gideon on there and then above it it says little differ so i keep seeing that and then saying differ <laughs> but uh <laughs> gideon is like he knows there's at least there or at least in theory at this point should be another book because it says that he has two mm -hmm. and we know there's at least two uh up to this point um and so yeah he's just but what what knows what is like is a it seems like at this moment three is just all monsters and oddities of gravity falls and like we only see one page up to this date of gideon's book which is like an artifact he could craft mm -hmm. so it's like it would make sense that each book focuses on a different like area i can't remember and that might be answered later we but, get to it when we get to yeah, it. Yeah, like I'm sort of remembering. It's like I kind of remember when they talk about the books a little bit more. But yeah, I don't know. Was there anything else that stuck out? Uh, nothing to me. So I think I'm good to talk about our most liked characters. I'm trying to make sure I'm not gonna say what we said because I just saw the next episode. I'm not gonna say it. <laughs> I'm just gonna. I'll say the next episode is one of my favorites. Yeah, it's one of. It, as soon as I saw it, I was like. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's a <laughs> that's a good episode. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> you wanted ever, to say it. Have you ever um have you ever seen The Ringer? With no. uh Johnny Knoxville. It's it's an older movie. Don't think uh it it's a it's a fun movie from what I remember, but it's also like I haven't watched it in like longer than I've I haven't watched it in like probably just the same amount that I didn't watch the cell. Um but pretty much it's uh Johnny Knoxville, uh he this is the height of his like jackass fame and uh in short they make a movie where his him and his uncle his uncle's like short on money and I think so is he and so his uncle's like you used to be an actor, right? And he's like, Yeah, but that was like just high school theater it's like what do you want he's like hey, oh i remember the other thing but it's pretty much they want to go win money and it's like how do we do this and they're like here let's enter you into the special olympics so we can rig it oh uh, okay <laughs> and, I, I never watched it but i recall the premise yeah and now i'm like as i was saying that i'm like what what oh now i remember why so there's a line in that movie where it's like because like the all the athletes realize that Johnny Knoxville's character is not, not not like a, um, not qualified to be there. Yeah, I'm like I can't remember the word. Like I know what they say in the movie, but I'm like that's no longer a okay to say. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so he's no longer like, like, like health wise or like, uh, meets the the mental requirements that are required to be in uh in the special olympics and so <laughs> they call him out on it he's like guys i need this and then he tells them they're just like i didn't understand any of that but anyway so it shows this part where they're like all becoming like friends with them because even though they know he's lying he's like one of the only people like a an only one of the only people that isn't like part of the like special olympics organization that like is actually legitimately like being their friend and having mm -hmm. fun and all this stuff so there's this line this guy comes up he's like name any movie and i forget the movie that johnny knoxville says and he's like that's a good movie and just moves on <laughs> and, and he's just like what <laughs> like well, that was it <laughs> so yeah there's some of those scenes where i'm like did they just film like just natural interactions between him and johnny like all of them with johnny knoxville because there's there's like a line in there when apparently it's improv <laughs> and johnny knoxville just breaks <laughs> like <'cause laughs> he wasn't expecting one of one of the athletes to say because i think they're all like uh, mentally mentally challenged in some way uh because <laughs> there's like 
the, the guy said, yeah, I just took him all to get ice cream. And one of them just blurts out, when the F did we get ice cream? And <laughs> you look back at the scene and Johnny's just like, <laughs> just like, he has to look away and just like, nope, nope. That's funny. <laughs> so, I don't know, it could be a very well acted scene, but I like the fact if, I like my line of thinking of, he didn't know that was coming. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so, um... Who's Sorry. who's what character you most like today? Let's see today specifically. Yes, uh, that's a good question. But Gideon, relating after doing to taxes, <laughs> relating to this episode, yeah, you have vengeful Gideon. You have Bud, who's enabling. You have uh, Gideon's mom, who is not named, I believe, who is uh, full of anxiety. Yeah, just Miss Miss Gleeful. Miss Gleeful. <laughs> a very opposite of her last yeah. name. You have. Um, uh, Grunkle Stan, who's just trying to like He's just he, having the time of his life yeah, right now. He doesn't know in, what's going on. He's getting interrupted constantly, but he's like not aware of what's going on. Mm-hmm. You have Dipper who is being very um insecure. You have Mabel who's being insecure but showing it in a different way by bullying. Mm-hmm. You have Seuss who's also just trying to be <laughs> he's there. just along for the ride. <laughs> uh, we don't have a Wendy or any of the other teenagers. We have Lazy Susan. Lazy Susan, who's just trying to mind her business by being nice and then ends up hearing more than she'd like. The most realistic adult in this whole episode. Yeah. Oh, okay. I think if anybody, I think I'm like, I'm Lazy Susan because (laughs) I've had some times where I'm out in public and like, I'll be charging my car in Mm -hmm. a public place. And I've had someone come up to me. He's like, yeah, I wanted an electric car, but my wife and then went on this tangent and I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> like, I didn't ask. <laughs> or I've gone to someone before. I'm like, oh, uh, how are you doing today? They were like, oh, well, don't you know that 30 bad things happened to me? I'm like, oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, not sorry. What a loser. <laughs> <laughs> so I think I'm going that I'm most like Lazy Susan this episode. Because very mm-hmm. much like I'm just trying to like be friendly and be like, oh, okay, tell me more. And then immediately regret it and go, give me my 20 minutes back (laughs) all right what about you um let's see most like um definitely not gideon um i'm trying to think like uh the whole different mabel thing like they're the way very teenager yeah. yeah and it's like I'm like, oh no, probably in the past maybe, but it's just like I'm now at a stage in life where I'm like, I don't care, like I, whatever. This is the lot I've been given. I've dealt with it for so yeah. many years. <laughs> I looked like I was 30 since I was 18. It's like <laughs> I, it's okay. Um, <laughs> part of me wants to say Stan because like I'm just looking, and I feel like I say Stan a lot, but it's like. The way Stan deals with Gideon, it, it makes me feel, reminds me of just uh, the way I deal with my niece sometimes. <laughs> and she's just like, wants to be a little terror, and I'm like, okay, whatever. <laughs> whatever makes you happy. Yeah, like uh, last week the, they put on the live action musical version of Encanto, I think it is, and mm-hmm. she toddler babbled at me for almost five to ten minutes straight explaining everything about Encanto. Uh, problem is, couldn't understand a word she said. <laughs> so, you pat her head. Yeah, yeah, good job. I'm like, good stuff. Okay. I'm like, I saw a TikTok about Encanto, and, and I was like, this is what it was like. And my brother's like, yeah, that's pretty much what it is. And then I found out that uh, the angry girl from that Brooklyn... Nine-nine. Yeah, and whatever it is, I only saw like partial bits of episodes. Is the the main character of Encanto, and just seeing her come out smiling and singing is like actors are weird, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think they said that she's actually a bubbly person. Like her actual eh. personality is not anywhere close to that one. Eh. Yeah, she's in something else too. She's in another musical number. And mm-hmm. she's more of an upbeat kind of character in that. Yeah. It's like, I don't know, to make a really grumpy character, it's like, feels like just change the makeup a little bit and don't smile. <laughs> and lower the voice, like an octave. Yeah. So, who's your favorite this episode? Let's see. 
there's a lot of good ones. Um, I think out of everybody, I do. I'm between Grunkle Stan and Seuss. Mm-hmm. I think. Oh, McGucket's really good in this one. I think I'm gonna go McGucket. He's like the wild card. Just wasn't expecting him. Um, I I have to put Gideon. He cracks <laughs> me up so much in this episode, and it's like he's he's very much like a like we're kind of seeing the this backstory to like like for, to put in in like tabletop role playing terms uh like your big bad evil guy but like we're seeing that built up where he's just like how constant. he gets his motivations and yeah. yeah and like where originally it was just like uh I cuz I'm trying to remember he's always wanted to take Stan down and it's like it gives a little bit of like a look into that in this episode mm-hmm. but yeah, it's I never think... like fully explained to my knowledge and to, it might be explained later but I'm just like why like I understand like the book and like it could be explaining stuff but where like <laughs> where did this unrelenting hate come from towards Stan <laughs> Well, I think in the beginning he tried to win over the property of the Mystery Shack via just being the biggest attraction. So he thought he could yeah. buy it out or do something like that. And then when the twins foiled him, then he went from, oh, I'm not even going to play nice anymore. I'm not even going to pretend to be nice. I'm just going <laughs> to totally yeah. flip. Like, what, like, where, like, where did, instead of, like, just come, like, because I understand, like, Stan at because we pretty much see Stan this whole series being with people that he, compared to most, enjoys being around. Like, he enjoys being around the teen, teens, the twins. He likes Seuss. I don't think he really even knows what Wendy does in the shop. But, but Wendy like, doesn't bother him. So yeah, it's just like, she does her job and leaves and doesn't really, like... Bug him. Yeah. But it's like throughout all this, it's just like it's like outside of that circle, he's like a menace pretty much to everybody. Oh and yeah, it's just the di- like, the diner. He's like, I want uh, a third of this. Make sure you cut the price. I want a half of this. Cut the price. Like he's very <laughs> yeah, and like just generally grumpy towards everybody. And like we're just seeing them as like. Like very much like the ang- like uh it's there's a guy that I work with he's a pain in the butt super grumpy all the time but I saw him with his grandkids and he's like like you're not even the same person <laughs> and it's like <laughs> I see that in Grunkle Stan so like I guess I can understand if Gideon did come up at some point and be like hey and then Stan did Stan but uh and Gideon know. took it as a slight but Gideon should have realized that Grunkle Stan is like that with everybody that isn't family <laughs> yeah which would make sense as a 10 year old with brain development still happening and growing and still puberty isn't gonna help him until he gets like <laughs> into his 20s when the part of the brain realizes hey not everyone's angry at you mm-hmm. um yeah so it's just I feel like I do this a lot when we watch these shows. It's just like go into child child psychology, but hey, it's what my brain does, and I I do it inadvertently to my brothers as I talk with them. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, I don't have anything else to add about this episode. I think I'll have more to talk about next episode and that one. What uh, do you have anything else you want to add? Um, nothing I can think of. It's uh. Yeah, for an episode that I forgot happened. Like, uh, as we go forward, like, I'm trying to remember why I, I didn't even remember this episode, but I'm I'm, di- I'm getting... Uh... It doesn't have a lot of big laughs in it, so that's probably why. Yeah. And it doesn't well, have a major, like, holiday or event. Yeah, it's... But it's still, like, important to the series, but it's just, like, I, I think... I think once, you, once Gideon has his bigger episodes, this one kind of falls behind. Yeah. Because you remember bigger things that happen with Gideon. Yeah. Let's see. I wanted to see a list of the episodes. Because I'm trying to remember. After this, I remember 
Yeah. 13, I remember. Um, yeah, I'm trying to remember when there's the... Okay, 19 is the episode I was thinking of. But, um, yeah, there's, there's just a bunch of... There's uh, pretty much 19 and 20, which is like the last episodes of this series. Or not series, of this season. Is, uh, yeah, it, I think that's where a lot of Gideon stuff really comes out. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, like, in season two, it feels like they they still have these one offs every once in a while, but it's, it feels like really in ramps. season two, it's like yeah. these, ep- you can see the episodes connecting. While well, this one, you see the episodes connect, um, in like little bits and pieces, but it's, it's very clear, especially yeah, but- once you get into the second half of season two. Yeah, like these are paced in a way that have slow reveals, but they feel more like, oh, you can sit down with the family and just enjoy this as a one-off. But then, um, yeah, once season two starts and they start pulling things from season one, you're like, oh, all of it matters. Yeah. <laughs> it mattered from the beginning. <laughs> Pull up the the Charlie Day uh, gif of the, him, the like the strings. wall, <laughs> the string of the wall. It's just like, who's I forget who he's looking it's for. It's like Pepe. Yeah, or who's Pepe? As he's like, dude, you're supposed to be delivering the mail. He's like, there is no Pepe. There is no office for him. (laughs) And they're like, uh, I forget what it is. You find out that he's like, because he's working in the basement, he's like inhaling fumes. Everything everything bad that can happen happens in that show. But yes, I guess we'll wrap it up here. We'll see you Mm -hmm. all next episode where we talk about Summerween. Woohoo! In the the middle of the winter. Woo! March time. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. <laughs>